It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where our Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. Well, good morning. It is time for Faith and Life to connect here on the new Shine FM. I am Scott here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries, and this is Love Month on The Session. Yes, Love Month. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. All bundled up? Yes, definitely. Hoodies all around today. I have a hoodie, and then I also have a quilted vest underneath this. Well, you're nice and toasty warm. I am. So if I nod off, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. Well, we are going to continue today our discussion of 10 ideas for a fresh start to your marriage. A little piece from family life. But before we dive into that, Tom, we're diving into God's Word. And that's right, Scott. Out of 1 Peter 3 and verse 7, husbands, pardon us, but we're going to give you some some uh, on the job training here some biblical advice that's there's probably this, this a better is one way. of those remember don't kill the messenger <laughs> there yes <laughs> i'm the only one we've got like me <laughs> and Kathy wants to keep me around. Well. she said she did <laughs> well just remember your opinions are not necessarily those of the management it's <laughs> true husbands in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. So treating our wives, Scott, well has an impact on our prayers. The first couple times I read that, it was like, oi. Yeah. I'm in trouble. And so we do want to be aware of that. I think it makes sense, too, that if we're not loving our wives the way we're supposed to, if the fruit of the Spirit is not present, that means the evidence of the Holy Spirit not being present. Well, okay, if it's not, then how close are we to the Lord as well as our wives? Mm-hmm. The, the picture in Ecclesiastes of a threefold cord is a very tightly wrapped cord. There are some people that say I'm pretty tightly wrapped. Well, I was just thinking that, Scott. <laughs> All right. That's what the emails I get say. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Yeah. 10 ideas for a fresh start here. We got this article from Family Life, and uh, I will try to remember to post the the full article for you in the show notes on the podcast network at shinefmohio.com. We covered the first five last week. So if uh, you wonder why we're going to start at number six, well, go back and listen to last week's show on the podcast network and you can catch up. But number six of the 10 ideas for a fresh start, Tom, is very simple. Two words, own up. That's right. It's so important, Scott, that we own what is ours to own and be responsible for. It's not like a lot of couples who would just say, if you just don't do that, dear, we'll be fine. Well, our marriage would really be good if you didn't do whatever, whatever that is. Well, the problem is, it's really not very effective because it creates more friction between husband and wife when we have horizontal expectations 
and not vertical expectations. I know you have talked about that a lot, that the horizontal really isn't going to be fulfilled or be good right unless our vertical relationship with god is right first and that's what's so important so we can call upon him to help us even if our our marriage partner is doing something that is bothersome we still can go before the lord and ask him for his presence as we share it or we talk about it but we talk about it we own it when we own it we talk about how we feel about it so i am frustrated i am hurt i am afraid i am angry there any of those now how does this apply tom here's your rabbit trail for okay. the day i don't know that we've ever really talked about this whole lot but how does this vertical horizontal relationship play out when your spouse is lost lost in terms as of, in terms of not saved doesn't know jesus well that's probably one of the reasons scott that the <laughs> scripture says we should not be unequally yoked right but but what's really powerful again is the belief that I can impact my marriage based on what I do. Whether or not my marriage partner does it or doesn't come to, uh, to the Lord, I can still impact it. And the pro- probabilities, if I am walking with the Lord, if I am showing my marriage partner that, that they are special and they are important, and I am Jesus with skin on, that I am representing Jesus to my marriage partner, the likelihood is they'll come to the Lord. And, and I want to offer you some encouragement if you are that spouse of an unbelieving spouse today, because I have a, a couple at church. They are dear, sweet, godly people today. Uh huh. But she prayed for her husband for over 25 years mm. before he came to Christ on an Easter Sunday morning. Wow. And it was a long hard Mm -hmm. road for them but now i don't know of two more dear people in jesus than carl and edie how about that praise the lord they're beautiful people all right so moving right on here to our our thing ideas for a fresh start spend what's precious on your mate well that's right why not we invest it and it's not what's precious to me that i spend on her it's what's special to her that i spend and use that so buying an NFL Sunday ticket package is not necessarily the right thing there. Yeah, any more than the new snowblower I bought my wife for our anniversary. Was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine those going around right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean money, though, does it, Tom? No, it doesn't. And that's where, as an example, Gary Chapman's five love languages come into focus. They are time, touch... Words of affirmation, it's gifts, it's acts of service. So with that being said, if your wife really is into acts of service and you're trying to buy her gifts and wondering why the gifts aren't having an impact, there's a reason behind that. And that's one of the things I had to learn early on 37 years ago. Is that, yeah. Sherry is acts of service and I was trying to be gifts. Yeah, she just was not getting into those football cards, right? Not, or baseball not getting cards. into it at all, and you know, it took a while. She, I think, she finally actually had to tell me. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it would have helped a lot if she didn't think I was could read her mind a long time ago. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's another story for another time, and I'll call you when we get done and make an appointment. Number eight <laughs> for a fresh start, being in in. 
I almost thought this said international, intentional right. or proactive. And we've talked about this, I know, before, the idea that our marriage in our relationship with our spouse is supposed to be an intentional thing, not just something that just happens because we're in love. Oh, that's right. And, and guys, I think you'll relate to this. I, I've said this before. You probably maintain the oil in the engine of your vehicle. Meh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just try to run it, Scott, without oil. You know, I, I had two sons who were unsuccessful in their attempts to prove you could run a car without oil. Well, I'll be darned. That's right. The engine absolutely revolted, <laughs> and it went on strike. It went on permanent strike. I did. <laughs> Notify the next and kin. It keeled over. Yeah, but here's the point is that that's a maintenance thing that we do. Well, you know, you can look at it as maintenance, but I also want to say that it's a priority. I also want to say that we want to be proactive and intentional. Those are huge. If, if we prioritize our marriage, if we're intentional about it, then maybe we're going to plan things just for the sake of planning them. What would happen if you actually sent your wife a loving text in the middle of the day, Scott? What would she do? Um, I did that last week, actually, for Valentine's Day. Okay. I sent her a text every day or an email every day of a Valentine's Day dad joke. not the most romantic thing on the planet i know but i don't email her a whole lot so when i did i knew she'd see it right and i usually got back emojis of um rolling eyes and for (laughs) hand to the forehead and that kind of thing but oh yeah i gotta tell you this is the first time in 46 years of marriage the vice president and i what we got each other for our anniversary we didn't do the new sweater and new dockers or new new pants thing that we've done for, for years. We actually went out and picked out new shelving that we're going to buy to redo our walk-in closet. So that we have more space hey, in it. to put those dockers yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> that we've gotten for twenty five last twenty five years. We need years. a place to put those now. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a note in here, Tom, about um, being intentional and proactive, and it it says to use softening. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. When I think softener, I think put it in the dryer, you know, a dryer sheet. Um, what are we really yeah. talking about here? Well, this is kind of like the dryer sheet here. <laughs> oh, <Scott>. okay. <laughs> it was, yeah, I stumbled into that one. <laughs> you did. Way to set me up. <laughs> Softening is a tool that I teach at Heritage that when it hits a person, it softens them. So you can actually talk about something that, that might be a negative and say it in a positive way. And your marriage partner gets the picture. Okay, give me an example. I'll give you an example. I know, Scott. How about if I give you an example? Wow, thank you, Tom. I was hoping you'd do that. Yeah. So let's say for the young married couples, I think this one is always so cute. Some of the guys really struggle with learning that you don't leave your bath towel on the bathroom floor. So let's say by accident that the husband actually, the young husband remembers to do that. So he hangs it on the towel rack. So the wife can say, boy, it means so much to me that you hung up your towel. I really appreciate that. Compare that comment to, you know you need to pick up your towel. I'm not your mom. Get your butt in there and pick it up. (laughs) Whoops, did I really say that? (laughs) Oh, no, there are other comments about 
doing laundry, washing dishes, yeah, running a vacuum. Right. I sent shockwaves through our family on our family thread when my our daughter actually helped me operate the the uh, washing and dr- machine and dryer when Kathy was ill with COVID. I had not done that. We had gotten a new one, and I didn't know. Our daughter's like, well, Daddy, hun, just make sure you FaceTime me when you get ready, and I'll walk you through it. So I had the, my <laughs> iPad up on the washing machine, and I'm showing her all these gadgets on <laughs> I know. I know, Tom. Oh, do I know. Yeah. So anyway, softening is a way that sends a blessing, but it also can help you with areas that can be difficult or challenging. Oftentimes, one of the marriage partners is very much wanting to be on time. And then there's another one who struggles. I think part of God's sense of humor is he put those two together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my my thing is, if I'm there 10 minutes early, I'm fine. There you go. My wife, well, if you can be there 15 minutes early, why not make it 30? (laughs) Well, because look at all the work I can get done in 20 minutes. Exactly. Well, yeah. And so to be able to say to the marriage partner, Boy, did it mean a lot to me that you were there half an hour earlier, Scott. That's my and Sherry has done that to me. It has and it has had an effect too, because she'll say, "I really appreciated you getting up and taking me in early. It I needed that extra time, and I really appreciated that." That's right. So the emails between Sherry and I are working. There, yes, you are having an impact. <laughs> All right, so we move from softening to studying hard. Oh yes, so it's about getting our PhD and our marriage partners. No one understand their stress, their desires, what they grieve over, and their joys. So when we talk about getting our PhD, it's about studying and knowing our marriage partners. For me, that means knowing what Kathy likes and doesn't like, what I can suggest and survive. <laughs> <laughs> knowing things like favorite color. Knowing yeah. that she doesn't like light-colored pants. Yes. Knowing what her favorite foods are. Yeah. And so where our wives really can play with our minds is we can get all the answers, but then you go and change all the questions. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So I'm not the only one in there. Yeah. All right. Here's the last one, Tom. And I think this is probably the most important one of the 10 ideas for a fresh start in your marriage. And that's to get down on your knees and fight like a man. That's right. Yeah. It's a Petra song. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just about that. Tom just about fell out of his chair. There. I did. I, I expected it to go one place and it went somewhere else. It's a Petra song. I remember Petra. Very good. I do. But get down on your knees. Beg God for oneness, passion, and enduring love. Well, there again, if you are praying, you're doing the vertical expectation. You're asking God to do a work in you so that you can present yourself in marriage. And I've shared this before. I think it is so profoundly important that when Paul talked to the churches at Corinth about communion, before he got there, we've talked before, it was a three-day festival. Well, Paul's like, wait a minute. No, 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 you guys, you're missing the point here. And he talks about how we should examine ourselves before we enter into communion. He encourages us to take care of things that would stand in the way of us being in God's presence. So, that being said, that's a great analogy, a great picture that we should do in our marriages every day, is that we should prepare ourselves. We should go before the Lord and look at, what am I showing my wife? 
What am I giving her every day? Wives, what are you offering to your husband every day that represents you as their wife? You think about the alternative. How many people would walk out of their house without having brushed their teeth, without having done their hair, without put their makeup on, and they're still in their bathrobe? They wouldn't do that. They would prepare themselves. That preparation in our marriage should also happen every day. That's our 10 ideas for a fresh start in your marriage. Right. And I know, Tom, we are talking to couples today that are struggling with any idea for a fresh start in their marriage. And at that point, sitting down with a counselor is probably a good idea. How can they get a hold of you to chat? Well, Scott, I can be reached at 419-526-5523. And your number in Ashland is? 419-496-0007. Well done. Hey, hey. Well done. You've had it. How long you got it? Well, Kathy's made me practice for every night for a week. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's right there on your wrist. Yeah. And Tom is online at HCC Mansfield and HCCAshland.com. Thanks for joining us today for the session. 